Did anyone else notice that when I noticed that there was a reverb, I looked around as if I might be able to see it. See it, yeah. What could possibly... Oh, it's just the four bare walls in my apartment. It reminded me of Ghostbusters. Shh. Do you smell that? Hey, everyone. Welcome to Fake Philosophers. Um... Glad you could be with us this week. We have a treat for you guys this week. Super Bowl Sunday week. We thought we'd dive headfirst into that whole uh, sporty uh, uh, Super Bowl football jockey shit and uh, discuss zombie survival preparedness. Yep. It's topical. I mean, Super Bowl and zombie survival go hand in hand. It's a pretty simple transition, in my opinion. It it kind of seemed mm-hmm. kind of obvious, but uh, yeah. Um, but before we get into all that, as you know, as always, joining me today is uh, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hello, from, hello. Uh, S- South California, Southern California, whatever you guys say out there. Bottom, bottom California. Bottom Cal. We're bottoms here. I like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> so, does that make San Francisco the top? Yes. Yep. That does not make sense. We didn't say we weren't power bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Okay. <laughs> and Danny. Hi, Danny. Hi. I'm here to talk about uh, zombie preparedness. Now, to be fair, he didn't know that when he came on, but he's down for it. Danny's actually back by popular demand. Uh, someone requested him to be back on. <laughs> yeah. Pop, pop, popular demand. Uh, Mike yeah. is feeling a little bit under the weather this week, unfortunately. Mike, do you yeah. have the vid? I don't believe I have the vid. Um, this has actually been annoying because I've been feeling off since like Sunday and I'm like, I think I'm getting sick. Then Monday, I'm like, oh, I'm all right. Then Monday night, I'm like, oh, I think I'm getting sick. <laughs> and then on like Tuesday morning, I'm like, oh, I'm all right. And then Tuesday night, I'm like, I think I'm getting sick. And then yesterday, I was so, like, I'm getting sick. And then today, I was like, I'm <laughs> fucking sick. It's perfect timing. I just kind of yeah. love that Mike Mike took on the like the the alt right position during COVID of I don't believe I have COVID. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just dying slowly from something else. Like and like they I died. said off before we started too, Mitch. Like it sucks. It's like I'm one of those people that like do not get sick, mm. and then when I get sick, it's just the worst. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm like so. it's just similar. Like I can count on. T- Two hands, obviously. How many times I've been sick in the last ten years? And yeah, but same. It's like when I'm sick, it it, it doesn't fuck around. Danny, would yeah. you say you get sick pretty often, or are you in like no, are I'm, you like are you like girls where you're just like constantly kind of sick, and some days no. is worse than others? No, um, I am rarely, rarely sick. And like Mike, I'm all, like if I'm sick, like I am going to the hospital because it, it, it's going to be that bad. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like I am. Well, you you don't get sick. Move. You're just losing your uh, your kidney or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh pre- pretty much. Like, or like, you're fucking the only appendix. Way, the only reason where appendix, I feel like so. where I feel like so sick is like I'm losing an organ. Like that is it. Like literally. Otherwise, if I if I have a sniffle <laughs> or a little bit of a cough. Like, I don't consider that sick. Like, I'm just like, I can power through that. And that's what I was talking to someone earlier today. I think part of it, too, is like, I think I, like, if someone looked at, like, my body, 
I probably have been sick many times over the last few years, but it's one of those things where like it's not a big deal and I just push through it. Yeah. But when it becomes like where I need to go home from work, that's what like when it comes to that, it, it's really bad when it happens. So that's why like, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah. Are you are you taking tomorrow off? Uh no. Oh. It'll it might be a short day. Because it seems so. For 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 context, I mean, those of you listening to us, uh, those of you, you know, uh, like I'm sure most of you who sit and wait for our episode to drop, it's going to be released on Sunday. So when you guys see this episode drop, you're like, "Fuck the Super Bowl! I'm going, you know, I'm going fake philosopher up in this bitch." It's a priority. I want to yeah. listen to these three white dudes talk about being sick. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I hear that like the Monday after the Super Bowl is like the most requested day off of the year. That I'll, I'll and, tell you right now. And April twenty first. Which I wonder you can why. Figure that. Uh it's a it's actually a national holiday in Australia. Is it really? The day after the Super Bowl? Yeah. Well, it's t- it's uh the day after Sunday for them, so it's the Monday after the Super Bowl is a holiday for them. Because okay. they so they can get to watch the Super Bowl. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. Very, very, very big in in Australia and in England, apparently. Interesting. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, where where were we going with this? Oh, yeah, yeah Mike. So uh, Mike's Mike's might take a short day tomorrow. Yeah. Do you yeah. guys uh, hear? Um, uh, for the opening ceremonies of the Super Bowl, uh, what they're gonna, you know, usually they have like a flyover. Yeah. Did you guys hear what's what's gonna fly over the stadium this year? Uh, no, not I haven't heard anything. Chinese balloon. <laughs> you know that was in the back of my head. I'm like, is he gonna say balloon? I wonder if he's gonna say balloon. But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a topic, isn't it? Isn't it topical? Topical. The the top of the, the balloon. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm I'm of the mind where it's just like why why is this such a big deal? Hey Danny, what do you think about all this? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly Sorry. I honestly I honestly don't see it as a huge deal. Like uh, as soon as it was clocked in our airspace, like it was jammed, so it wasn't sending any anything it had. Was it jammed? Um, like yeah, it was jammed. Oh, I didn't like hear they that. mitigated. What it all the information, all the data and information it could send once it hit our airspace. So as soon as I mean, they picked it up on radar, it. I'm I'm from a more position of like the balls on these motherfuckers, and it's like, and then I take a wider. I, I agree. And then I take a step back, and I'm like, well, yeah, why wouldn't they? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? <laughs> well, it's just like, like you have to be stupid to be like, oh, we would never do that. Like, no, we absolutely. We've would. been doing yeah. that since 1947. <laughs> When, when the Wright brothers took off, what do you think it was commercial? Do you think it was? Do you think it was passengers? No, I, and I know this because I just went to the museum like a few mo- like a month or two ago. It's like when the White Wright brothers finally took off and they were staying in the air. Do you think the first people that came to the Wright brothers were passengers or fucking weather people or scientists? Fuck that! It was the military. They were like, "Holy shit, really." Let's see yeah. what they... Yeah, I mean, come on. It's obvious. Anyway, yeah. where was I going with this? I don't remember. I was just really excited. Yeah, so I just I just don't see it as a huge, like, hullabaloo that people are blowing it up to be. Um, so, see, and I mean, it, it was... And it was it was shot down not that far from you. It right? was. It was, I mean, it was in, off the it coast. Was, 
Yeah, it was off the coast of South Carolina when it went down. My in-laws actually saw it. Well, they said they saw it because it flew right over Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, we were on the phone with them. They're like, yeah, we just saw the balloon go over. I'm like, wait, really? Or did they were like, oh, it's over us. We can't see it, but we know it's over us kind of thing. Um, Yeah. And yeah, it's an interesting point of view, Danny, to be like, it's not that big of a deal. Cause truly it isn't like, obviously, I mean, we all have satellites, we all have flyovers or whatever. What's this one balloon really going to do for me? It's more like, I mean, like the pull out of Afghanistan or Iraq or whatever it was. See, I already forgot. Um, <laughs> in of itself, it wasn't that big of a deal. Cause it's like, yeah, we knew that was going to happen. Like, right. Like it happens and we just knew it was going to happen. It's more of like the broader space the broader scope of like how it looks from the outside. I mean, look at the other Mm -hmm. countries looking at China and America. It's like, yeah, China Mm -hmm. flew this over. America knew it. America let it fly clear across the whole country. And then they shot it down once they decided it was safe. And well, I mean, and I mean, a lot of people are taking the position that shows weakness. I think that shows strength. It's like, yeah, we let it happen. We don't fucking care. We let it happen. Oh, okay, you know shut what? That thing down I, over Alaska. That's interesting because I didn't, I didn't think about it at that point of view. But that's actually kind of interesting. It's like, yeah, go look. What? Yeah, look at our farms. Go fuck yourself. And now we're gonna shoot it. Yeah. Down. <laughs> that's what when like, someone said that it was spotted over Montana and there was this big like uproar about it. I was like, let them fucking look at Montana. Like what? Well, there's there's a, a nuclear uh, silo base. All right, look at Google Maps. Yeah, I mean, you can find it on Google Maps. Like That's it's... what I mean. Like, And my all the, the political bullshit of it aside, I just rolled my eyes. Impossible. I was like, China's supposed to be this adversary, and they're sending a balloon? <laughs> that was my thought. See, and it's I'm not of even the mind, too. High. It's like, do you think... I'm, and now, I'm like, you have to be naive to believe that they're looking at, you know, military bases or anything of any, like, strategic kind of stuff i was of the mind who's like no they're they're looking at our farmlands they're looking at how we actually produce food and shit because you know they're they keep producing people and they're running out of room and food and so they need to figure out how to do it so are they looking into more like that kind of shit the agrar- uh, agrarian kind of structure maybe kind of I interesting don't know. take yeah um but i do like danny's point of view it's like you know what yeah look what do you want all right cool you got what you want cool now i'm gonna kill you <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's like, like I think it's just like uh, we're, we're looking at it and like at the, you know our government's looking at it and it's like, huh, that's kind yeah. of ballsy. All right, weird. <laughs> All right, let's see where this goes. And you know, we we shot it down. China had a reaction about it, and we we're like, well, you're more than welcome to come and get it. Come get it. Yeah. I mean, we've already recovered it. Come buy it. Yeah, come come get it. Come get it from us. <laughs> no, rather, rather, hey, we'll give it to you and you knock off some of our debt. Does that sound mm-hmm. good? Or uh... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> honestly, Mitch, that is, they're going to use this as a, a, you know, some kind of trade. 100%. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. In of itself, doesn't really matter much. But on the broader scope, I still love uh, Mike had sent a meme in the group chat of, uh, if so, those of you listening have seen this meme. It's pretty awesome. It's um, China's first uh, first picture taking over Missouri, and it's just this overweight guy that is chucking a beer bottle at the at the camera. It's just perfect. <laughs> it's just perfect. 
So Mike props. I mean, I've, I've seen it shared from like a half dozen other pages, yeah. but I think Mike sent it to me first and it's pretty, so, you know, so I'm going to credit. Mine, yeah. It's yours. Yeah. It's yeah. yours. That's fair. Um, the other, the other one I've seen is <laughs> a picture of the weather balloon that says <laughs> weather baroon. <laughs> Have you seen that shit? No, but <laughs> it's pretty good. That's racist. Yeah, I've seen another one that says uh, Netflix's movie about the China spy balloon, and the balloon is black. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That one's good. That's good. That's good. I like that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> all right. Let's. Uh, if if we don't have any other, you know, bizarre current events to talk about, let me think. Nothing else uh, important happened this week. State of the Union, Grammys. No, not really. Nothing really bizarre else happened. But um, I mean, yeah. we could talk I, about Madonna because, wow. Hey, turns out people age and it's news to everybody. She's she's trying not to, though. Like, really hard. And it's she's whatever look she's going for. I'll, I'll, it's It's not working. You know, I think it's an uh, a thing we've done every episode, and uh, I'll go ahead and continue the trend of quoting South Park in one way or another. Um, there was an episode in South in in South Park where Kenny is actually diagnosed with a terminal disease, and Kenny is actually dying. So the Make a Wish people visit Kenny in the hospital, and they say, "You know, what would you like your wish to be?" And he says, "I don't want to die." And they're like, oh, um, well, hey, I bet you'd like to meet Madonna, huh? And Kenny says, no, Madonna's an old anorexic whore who overstayed her welcome years ago. And now she suddenly speaks with an English accent and thinks she can play guitar and she can go fuck herself. Has that description not come to fruition? Michael, your thoughts? <laughs> um, I mean... <laughs> There are multiple schools of thought. I mean, granted, that, that description was 20 years ago, but... <laughs> False. Black bear. Yeah, I... I don't care. I mean... <laughs> I mean... If you, if you remember, we go back... Um, Sick Mike might be my favorite Mike. When, when was the... Uh, the big, it was the big controversial thing where she performed with Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears and kissed them both on stage. Mm-hmm. What? I yeah, forgot yeah. what year that was. That was like 2001, 2002. I forgot where. But anyway. I think it was 20. I think it was 2002. All right. Like, Madonna looked old as fuck then. <laughs> granted, granted, she looked good for her age, but she still looked old as fuck. So, what was that? 20 years ago. She already looked old. Um, she she's clearly had work done, and this is what happens when you have work done and you get old. You look like a lizard. <laughs> and so, I mean, it, yeah, you, like the jokes and the memes have been funny, but at the end of the day, I'm just kind of like, it's one of those things. Th this is sick, Mike, because normally I would make fun of it too. But at the end of the day, I'm like, what do you expect? <laughs> See, Mike, Mike, I'm not to speak for you, not to speak for you, but you kind of like you kind of get mad at the easy targets. It's like, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. We, yeah. It's like, you're making fun of Madonna? Hack. Hack. It's been done. <laughs> it's. Yeah. Like, she, I feel like there's been over the years so many jokes about her aging anyway. So when there's like the new one, yeah. it's like, all right. 
You don't impress me with your disses on Madonna, man. <laughs> I love it. But all right, yeah. But yeah, beyond that, no. Um, so uh, I don't know. No, it was two weeks ago. Whatever. Moving on. Unless we're unless we want to talk more about Madonna. Anybody? I'm good. Okay, cool. Um, no, uh, a couple weeks ago, Mike and I, we were going to touch on one of the main points of Zombieland, and we ended up talking about like an hour about Zombieland, and it was pretty fun. And I had said in that World episode, like, World War Z, you're right, sorry. Zombieland, not as good as World War Z. Well, actually, that's I a did like Zombieland. For another... That's, that, that is a debate. For another episode. Different approaches. Different approaches. Different approaches. Good, good movies. Um... But I had said in that episode, like, you know, we should have an episode just talking about zombie survival, like, you know, like preparation and shit like that, because we'll, we'll get into it more. And I'm like, you know what? Let's not do it now. I want to wait till Danny gets on. Cause he and I, it was one of the first things Danny and I ever really connected on besides Jim Carrey, um, and Greek mythology theater. It was uh, zombie preparedness. So, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm so glad Danny's here. Cause now we could talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I've been listening to our past episodes, looking for the uh, what we call the lost topics, topics that we yeah. say, oh, we'll have a whole episode based on that. Yeah. And today I did hit the episode where you talk, you and Danny talk about your love for Jim Carrey and how you guys both like Ace Ventura number two still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this, but it made me mad. Well, I mean, you're in just like you. I think you woke up and chose anger today, Mike. So, you know, I'm taking what you say with a grain of salt. I'm going to call bullshit on most of it. But that's that's a true. It's a true story, Mitch. I mean, take take two shots of NyQuil and go fuck yourself and then come back and you start feeling it. I haven't had whiskey in a while, but I might have some tonight. (laughs) <laughs> what, what's what's your uh, what's your big deal with because uh, I, I I like Ace Ventura when nature calls I, I that it mean I mean that doesn't mean I don't have gripes because I do have gripes with that movie as I said in the episode that I listened today and I'll say it again as a child Ace Ventura when nature calls was my shit I loved it mm-hmm. and then to reiterate what I said in that episode when you're watching as a kid all the other characters are super annoyed by Ace Ventura. But you're a kid, uh-huh. so you're like, Ace Ventura is the shit. Uh-huh. And then now watching as an adult, I'm in agreement with the other adults in the room. This guy's annoying as fuck. Yes. See, I, he's I solving think the case. He's solving the case, and that's great. But he's yeah. super annoying, and I wouldn't watch. He's not doing want the same antics, and you see their point. Yeah, it's 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 the old, you know, the, the the adage of like you watch the movies from your childhood and they don't stand right. You go back and watch rewatch the Goonies and you're like, ew. Um, you know this, this. It doesn't it doesn't stand the test of time. Maybe Ace Ventura is one of those. Granted, I have not seen When Nature Calls in at least seven years, maybe. So it's been a while since I've seen it. So I might have to go back and rewatch it. Granted, I'm going to get pretty drunk before I do because I want to be in the right frame of mind. I think if Jim Carrey pushed for Ace Ventura 3 World War Z, I would 100% <laughs> see it. And I think it'd be great. <sighs> World War World War V. <laughs> yeah, Ventura. Yes, yeah. World War V. I like it. All righty. Uh, all righty then indeed. So we, we won't talk about that because we already had a whole episode devoted to it. Obviously, because uh, Mike talked about it. What is your zombie plan? My zombie plan. Here we go. So, 
let's let's take it a step back a, li- a little little more pretext pre pretext is that the word pretext sure sure okay um me and my me and one of my best friends ryan we saw dawn of the dead remake 2004 in theaters and that night i slept maybe two hours um partially from just freaked out by the zombies apocalypse but also just because he and i were up all night talking about how awesome it would be if the zombies actually invaded and we talked about what we would do and obviously being junior hires freshmen in high school whatever were um all we did was like yeah we're gonna go steal our parents guns because they're somehow our parents just disappeared conveniently and we were gonna run off to the mall which would be fully stocked and open with no other people there and uh that's where we'd hold up and you know whatever so since then our uh our plans have adjusted mm-hmm. i would say now if uh if i woke up tomorrow and the zombies have you know shown up i would take my wife into our fully gassed car i would take my go bag or my camping bag which is really just all my camping gear and a few like a few i mean like four mres and we'd run off into the woods and last about six hours and then we'd probably die (laughs) so you're optimistic yeah from a cocaine bear (laughs) cocaine bear (laughs) i cannot wait to see that i cannot wait i cannot wait Side note. Is that your actual plan or is that what you think just will happen? That's it's a mix of both of what I think would happen. But no, my plan was always, and especially when I was in California living in Ranch Cucamonga, which is, you know, the foothills inland empire. My plan was always to get what I needed to survive. Cause my plan, uh, largely inspired by Bill Burr is that, you know, cause everyone thinks like, Oh, you need guns. You need to learn how to fight and you need to do all this shit. But I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I really just need to learn how to out survive everybody else. So I was just going to learn all the survival skills I could run off into the mountains and just disappear. Um, Max Brooks, the author of the zombie survival guide said on the back cover, he said, no place is safe, just safer. So if you could just get to a place that's safer than another mm-hmm. one, so, cause you're never going to find a ultimate holdout where you'll be forever safe. So yeah, but that's just broad strokes so far, I'd say. Cool, cool. Yeah, cool, I'm cool, of that cool. mind too. Like, no place is 100% safe. It's just safer than the last place. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, the thing about zombies is that they get you with numbers. Like, they're not fast, they're not smart, but the sheer number yeah, um, is what gets you. So, and the, obviously... And the th- and the thing too, if like one sees you, then a dozen are going to get you in like a half hour and then hundreds in the next couple hours. So yeah, you yeah. got to be invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, obviously you want to move somewhere like from high density to low density. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's uh, why my, my plan was like just to grab it and head off into the hills. Like in where I lived, you could get into the foothills in a half mile, maybe a mile, you know, and then boom, you're in, you know, park forest, you know, national forest land, and you could just get invisible real quick. So, yeah, it's true. Now, you mentioned having a go bag, camping gear, a couple mm-hmm. MREs. I have, mm-hmm. you know, a couple MREs. Thanks, Mike, by the way. Um, <laughs> Mike gave me a box, like a literal box of MREs. So I just, they're just oh. in my garage chilling I'm jealous i'm jealous i love for it for the end of days um 
So yeah, the, the the plan for me still is to you know head to mountain towns, um, or you know mountain town adjacent, mm-hmm. um, because one sparsely populated, isolated, um, and you know I I was the way I was raised. I was raised by an outdoorsman, so I know how oh. to survive in the wilderness. Hell yeah. I know how to forage. I know how to hunt. I know how to uh, improvise. Um, and by improvise, I mean I can... Uh, uh, you're resourceful. Like, you know, what do you need? Yes. You can find the things around you to make it work. I can yeah. find it, yes. So I'll ask this question. This is a fun question. Um, I'll ask it of both of you. Um, what your primary weapon would be. And this is two categories. One, what you have immediately right now. Like, let's say shit goes down right now. What do you have at your disposal that you would use as your primary weapon? The second, the follow-up question is, what would your primary weapon be if you had free range of anything? If you had your absolute, you know, the world at your fingertips, what would you use as your primary weapon? So I'll go first. Um, My primary weapon, I have a uh, Remington 870 that I own and it's pretty sweet. I have about uh, two, three dozen rounds. I think it's not much, but I think that would get me through most of the shit. So I would, I would use that probably as my primary. My Glock 19 is my secondary and uh, yeah. But if I had my free range of absolutely everything, and this goes back to a debate Danny of I, Danny and I have had since high school, I would have an MP5 standard nine millimeter uh, uh, rifle Nine mil is the key factor in this. It's a small round, but it does the job. That's why I would use it. And I think it's the best. So yeah, we can, we can get into that in a minute, but I'd like to know what you guys would think. What would, what would your weapon be right now at your disposal? And second, if you had anything, absolutely anything. Go ahead, Mike. Um, right now. Just show us, just show us, just show us the room that you're in. I was going to say <laughs> over this shoulder. If you look at that <laughs> dagger, that thing's actually yeah, I think pretty I, sharp. I think I saw that in Star Trek. That's actually not from any sci-fi. That, that was just some dagger I bought. But it, it's, <laughs> it's a very, it's actually quite a sharp blade. And even if it's not sharp, I have a knife sharpener in my kitchen. So that, and then it also, can you see it? Those watching, oh, this fucking thing's in the way. It has kind of like a blade at the bottom. Oh yeah, nice. So that would probably be my primary. I have a uh, kind of like a the Danny. You've seen it that scorpion piece I have that goes on my hand, kind of like a gauntlet. Uh-huh. That I have a, a spear, a pike for distance. <laughs> I so I actually to go so, back real quick. My strategy because because I got skipped. If this happened right you. now, <laughs> um, I think from where I live right now has a decent it's pretty decent strategy just to hold tight where i'm at because mm-hmm. it's kind of on, it's kind of on the hill so just naturally zombies aren't going to try to walk uphill and two it's <laughs> kind of well like because the gates around it are kind of well fortified so i think i'm i'd be pretty good especially we're eventually going to go electric like get the sun um the sun boards and everything to go solar so oh, assuming yeah. we went solar like we'd be pretty good until we run yeah. out of shit and then when we ran out of shit, either I try to do the, the Walking Dead shit and go down into town and try to find stuff, or we get what we can and go up that road into the mountains. Hmm. I feel like 
I feel like not to judge, but I feel like your neighbors would be the type to just run, like cut and run. Like the minute shit happened, they'd try to evacuate and run off into the desert and probably die. I mean, so I could probably go I, neighbor by neighbor and make that call from the people I've met. You're probably right <laughs> about a few of them. But going back to it, so those are all my immediate weapons right there. Yeah. If I had free range, I'd probably take, is it the, uh, like an M14 semi-automatic rifle? Oh, yeah. I'd probably take one of those because it's good close range and long range. And then probably some sort of shotgun. But my even with those guns, my primaries would still be hand-to-hand. Melee weapons is your shit. Well, and just, just pragmatically, you're going to... I would have, like, the shotgun on me for emergencies and the rifle for That's emergencies. True. But the, the, the dagger is not running out of ammo. See, you it know might what? dull, you it a... might dull, but you could sharpen it even with a rock. So, well, I mean, it's not even like, even if it's not that sharp, it's still effective because you're not looking for sharp. You're not looking to cut shit. You're looking to puncture. You're looking to get yeah, yeah. into that, that mm-hmm. skull there. And, uh, and yeah, so even if it does start to dull, it's going to be a long time before a spear point is unable to, to, to get into a, into a human head. Yeah. So especially an oh, undead See, human head. Yeah. Which we know is weaker. As we've seen from, well, it from is movies. It, like scientifically that that makes sense. Uh, one yeah. because the skin is rotting, so there there's there's a layer that uh-huh. is easy to get through. Two, they're not probably getting the vitamin D they need, so their bones are probably brittle and weak. Yeah, not a lot of calcium in the undead. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think with the the spear and the pike, I'd probably go to the my side gate once a day and just clear them out if they're all hoarding over there. Just quick mm. little mm-hmm. s- stabs through the gate. And then uh, just have to worry about running out of food. Well, why I asked about your neighbor, well, why I mentioned your neighbors, you know, cutting and running. Because once you run out of shit, I feel like you could just go to your neighbor's house and raid <clears throat> raid that house and then move on to the next house. And you know. I've thought about that. See, even even um, I live half an hour from my bar. And in the past, when I lived closer to the bar, it's like, oh, I'd go to the bar. We're, we're stocked up on everything. But I know most of that neighborhood would probably go to the bar and break in and steal <laughs> shit. Shaun of the Dead. We all saw Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even Shaun of the Dead aside, you got to think about it. We are a restaurant, so we have coolers filled with shit. And not to mention a lot of booze. A lot of booze. Yep. So even though I'm in my my hubris, I'm like, oh, I would go to the bar, of course, and I'd have all this shit. Mm. To think that other people in that neighborhood are not hitting that place first, I'm half hour away. Assuming there's yeah. no cars broken down on the road. Block. All right. So, uh, Danny, Danny, weapon, weapon choices. What you thinking? What do you uh, have? What do you have that you would use? And what could you use if you could use anything? So I have, it's not a Benelli, but it is a, it's a, it's a semi-auto shotgun. No way. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know it's that. It's a semi-auto with a, with a collapsible stock. Um, I don't. I, like I, it's mine. I own it. I just it's not here because my brother has it. Uh, because he wanted to take it uh, skeet shooting or something. I don't know. He was shoot. He was. He just wanted to use it for something. I don't know what. Uh, he was shooting. He was shooting doves. <laughs> that were just landing in his backyard. Um, uh, I I also have a Sig twenty twenty two nine millimeter. Nice. Yeah. Um, with hollow points, I have. I think three boxes of hollow points uh which okay, if you're cool. going to use something for killing a brain that's what you it's a use. it's a hollow point yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. um 
And then I have a I have a couple swords and some knives here that I would use for you know hand to hand melee. Mm-hmm. Um, Frankie Frankie has a, a rapier and a mangosh dagger, yeah. Um, that she could use. Um, but if I had if I had my pick, I would take probably like a like an AR fifteen. I'm not looking for anything full auto. If we're strictly talking about fighting zombies and that's it. Uh-huh. I want an AR-15. I don't need anything full auto. I just need something where I can time my shots and get off enough rounds as I need when I need them. Mm-hmm. I don't need That's why I wanted the M14. Yeah, quick and accurate, but semi-auto. Mm-hmm. Quick and accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the science behind this is the 223 caliber round has just enough kinetic energy to enter the skull, but not enough to exit the skull. So what it does... Is it does pretty much that. Um, Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, Go ahead. It does that. <laughs> uh, uh, since it doesn't have enough kinetic energy to exit the skull, it just bounces around in the skull, mm-hmm. just destroying the brain. Yeah. yeah the uh, which which you can make the same argument for any twenty two caliber rifle as well. That was like the mm-hmm. the main thing about twenty two rifles is that they you know enough to maybe penetrate the front of the skull, but then it just kind of bounces around in there. And, you know, that's assuming you're a good enough shot that you can make it. And with a 22, you're probably going to make it. But with, when you get up into the higher calibers of M1 grand or M1 carbine or whatever, then, then it's a little bit harder, but yeah. And then the AR, the way they're designed, how they absorb most of the, the recoil in itself. So you could just pull and just keep pulling and keep pulling. Then, you know, especially, yeah, with a two, two, three, I've, uh, you know what, Danny, I'm, I'm, I, I'm come, I'm not come around. I'm not, I don't agree with you just yet, but okay. I do see your point a lot more about the AR style re- weapon and, and how good it is. Cause that, and, you know, they're, they're versatile, you know, I mean, especially if you have, you know, the, the collapsible stock, they're good yeah. for up close. So, medium, so my biggest range. My biggest thing too is like, yeah, and versatile because not only you're not only fighting zombies, you're also fighting, you know, guys that might want to, or girls that want to rage your shit and take all your money and, and food and all that. Um, the AR 15 would be perfect for that. You know, you could put down, you know, other humans as well. My thing about the MP five and why it was the best was because it was a nine millimeter weapon. And because nine mil is so much more, you know, plentiful, you could find a nine mil, 10 to one more than you'll find a two, two, three, in my opinion, that's just what I've come across. So that's why I was like, and you know, you don't need that big of a round. The nine mil will absolutely penetrate a skull. Even if you slightly miss, it'll still fuck up a brain. So, well, and they've, they've even said even like, like 22 rimfire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the same. And like, you can get a box like that big of a thousand rounds (laughs) <laughs> for nothing yeah like there you, you can go you can go to bass pro or turners and find that yeah. just sitting on a shelf so i had said my primary was my shotgun i do have two i have two 22s i have a 22 um single fire it's a it's a marlin but it's a single fire you load it one at a time and you have to literally pull the hammer back and fire this rifle it's an old thing but it Oof. shoots true every time Oof. but I also do have a 22 Marlin, uh, semi-auto Marlin rimfire, you know, and that thing's a little beast. Tell you what, but, uh, yeah. And, but you know, I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Give me the shotgun for some reason. <laughs> Is that spread? 
It's a good spread. Yeah, Give good me my spread. five my five round magazine buckshot Remington eight seventy with a twenty four inch barrel. That seems way better than the <laughs> than the twenty two. Oh, I laugh at myself. Okay, so uh, uh, Danny, how often would you say you go to the range with your weapons? Uh, I haven't been to the range in a while, and I need to go back because uh, it's a perishable skill. And Girl, same. I haven't been in years, and yeah. I, I need to go. I want to go. I really want to take Frankie because um, I want I want her to feel safe around my mm-hmm. gun. Yeah. And I want her to feel uh, like if she if she needs to use it, she can. Yeah. Um, if the zombies are knocking out the door, or God forbid, if Danny's a zombie, is she going to be able to? <laughs> it's not me anymore. It's not me anymore. So, Mike, uh, you talked the big talk, Mister Melee Weapon over there. You know, are, do you think you're physically ready to to wield that melee shit? Um, my my concern about the zombie apocalypse. Yes. Long pause. If, if the zombies are coming, I'm fairly confident. Not because I'm super fit, because I'm not, but with my assortment of melee weapons, I think I can hold them off. Like with the spear, I could keep them at a distance, especially mm. if I'm in the house. So I'm fairly confident in that. What I would be more concerned about is surviving the elements outside of that. Mm, okay. Because you yeah. got to think like one, I take medication for my high blood pressure. Ooh. Um, okay, yeah. Two. I, as I've said in a previous episode, like we're getting old. I have digestive problems. Um, I think Chappelle <laughs> had a joke that back in the day before all these, this medicine, you had diarrhea. You're pretty much fucking dead. <laughs> so just being realistic, that's something to worry about. If all this shit hap- happens to go down. Um, so as far as actual melee in defending my home, I'm 100% confident if it came to where like we had to go out in the wilderness, not as confident, still pretty confident, but not as confident. Okay. That's a good, honest answer. I actually really like that. Yeah. Like I said, our our Um, home, I think is would be pretty well defended as far as the way it's built and the location of it. But you know, going out into the wilderness, that's a whole different story. I remember about a year ago, my brother asked, you know, Hey, if, a zombie's outside. What do you do? Like right now, what do you do? Zombie, zombie apocalypse happens. Uh, you see zombie outside. Zombie apocalypse is happening. What do you do? And I remember thinking, okay, you know what I would do? I would literally like hoard all my shit, take stock of what I had, and probably try like move up into the attic of my house or apartment or whatever it is and try to be invisible for as long as I possibly could until I needed to figure something out. If I ran out of food and had to go from there. So it's a kind of a good point to start is look, you're, you're hiding out in your attic. No one knows you're there. The, the shit is going down. Then what, you know, kind of, kind of thing. Well, I think that's kind of a common theme too, is I think the initial outbreak, I'm good. But it is right, the yeah. two, three, four weeks later, five weeks later, to where like you're out of supplies, you're out of. If you have a you're gun, out of, you're out of ammo. See, it, not to bring it back to COVID, but COVID kind of like made me rethink my whole plan. Like, holy shit, we ran out of stuff because all the stores are closed. Yeah. I'm out of toilet paper. What do I do? You know. And you hear some of these assholes who are like, "I'll just grow my own food." And as someone, and Danny, Frankie could attest to this, as someone who tries to grow his own food, the shit is not easy, not easy, especially in an urban environment. 
then it takes a long yeah. time. Yeah, you're not going to eat next week if you start planning food. Yeah. Well, and a, a big problem with that, especially where you're at, Mike, is is, is the soil. Um, like, and if mm-hmm. we're like going to have like set, if you're going to set up a garden using the natural soil, which is what you're going to have to do because nobody's going to be making uh, specific potting soil. Yeah. And gardening soil. Yeah, I can't run to Home uh, Depot. The soil. Yeah. yeah, the the soil in your area is is just horrible. It's it's not even soil. Sure. It's sand and rock. And the only thing that you can grow you, there is weeds. You can grow like weed and avocados. And, you know, yeah. You could live a long time off of that. And, and let's or at least it'll forget, feel like a big, long time. The bigger, problem, the bigger problem is we won't have water. We won't have water. Well, you motherfuckers won't have water. I'll have water. But we won't. Um, no, we no. You, have water. Yeah. That's some shit. Yeah. No, that's a great point. It's like, yeah, I mean, no, uh, uh, we'll call it, we'll call it the zombie apocalypse. Perfect scenario. We're somehow staying alive. Everyone else is conveniently gone. So we don't have any emotional obligations and, uh, all our, all our real challenge is just avoiding the horde. So we're trying to find a way to not survive, but also to thrive, to plant crops and be able to live but in the short run, in the first year, you're going to be on a scavenging game. You're going to be going from house to house looking for for any kind of food you can find. So, you know, you're going to have to not only be good at defending yourself, but also knowing what to look for and where to look for it. Yeah. I think people overlook um, that when they talk their big zombie game. They forget about all that shit that your, your basic infrastructure, if it's collapsed, mm-hmm. is uh, not going to be there for you. What, like, how can, what food can you gather and keep um, when there is no power, when there is no water, when there is no gas? Like, what, what can you, like, how long do you think you could actually preserve food without, <laughs> without the so, electricity? So, I just Los thought of this right now. Los Submarinos. What was that? Los Submarinos. That's uh, Spanish for sub- Subway. Eat fresh. They've sponsored no, this episode. Spanish. Thank you so much. Brought to you by. That's Spanish um, for Twinkie. Oh shit! <laughs> that. So That's I think awesome. I just thought of this right now. So there would be, let's say, the zombie apocalypse officially breaks out on Sunday. We would, I would guess, and this is just me speculating without any proof or evidence or fact. That it was the, probably China. Well, no, I was, I was to say power, water, gas, all that shit would probably. be still be on for a week i can tell you wholeheartedly Depends on how quick how quick it spreads and what the well, response is so mitch you're in that industry what do you what would you say i can tell you as someone who works in the emergency side of that industry is if it goes wrong you know we fill in it'll last about six hours oh okay well, without people without people there like like working on it less than six hours. Like, you know, you're going to be out of shit, like gone. Do you realize how much, like how much programming machinery planning hyper alertiveness goes into just getting rid of your sewage and not even talking about the shit you flush, just the water running down your sink. There's so much thought into just getting rid of that. 
like imagine where your water source comes from, where your electricity. No, six hours is a is a conservative guess. I always assumed it was automated, so maybe that's my ignorance. So it's that not, aside, there's no if there's I had, no way to sure automate it 100. percent If I had like two days though, yeah, okay, I'd, let's I'd, say two days, two days, two days. I have a dehydrator, so oh, I'd yeah, have, okay, and I have a bunch of meat in my freezer. So if I had just enough time, I could probably. Just cook that meat, even if it's overcooked, whatever, and then, then yeah. dehydrate it. And I think when you dehydrate meat, it's good for like a couple weeks. Yeah, in uh, bushcraft, they talk about smoking meats and same kind yeah. of thing. It's like they, they deprive it of, yeah, and it lasts a lot longer for sure, yeah. Yes. I would say smoking meats will also add, you know, a flavor to your meat, whereas uh-huh. just dehydrating it doesn't really add much. This is revival, you know, Danny. You salt, you pepper it to preserve it. Salt is a preservative. So if you salt and, uh, uh, you know, See, um, I'm gonna interrupt you. This goes back to what I just said. I'm fucked. I have high blood pressure. So if I'm gonna be <laughs> preserving meat and I'm fucking throwing salt all over this shit, oh no, I'm dead. I am protecting my house for the first week and then I am fucking gone. <laughs> well, if the zombies don't really get me, want- a stroke is. Well, would you really want to survive? That's the question. Is <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. That 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 is the question I've always. It's like, would I want to survive in that in that apocalyptic, that post-apocalyptic world? I yeah, because you would. Because the quality you, if, of life would be shit. Because if you asked us in high school, we didn't give a fuck. We're like, yeah, survive. Oh my god, like run off into the woods and live off of nothing. Now that we're like older and lived cush lives a little bit, we're like, oh my god, no, I'm fine. Just kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what are we surviving for? Because like, it's not going to get better. It's nope. not going to get better. I'd still want to just to just so I can say I outlived. <laughs> X percentage of the percent of the human race. And it's almost that ego that like in the back of your head, it's like when we rebuild, it's, they'll yeah. remember me. It's 100% ego. It's 100% ego. It's that's, that's just me and my shitty character flaw, but whatever. whatever. But I, all, all, all seriousness I, during this conversation, like I'm not surviving more than a month. Same. Same. Because if no, I like I just, more than a month, dur- I- during this conversation, unless I, I pull a huge Brad Pitt in World War Z and happen to find the exact medication I need my for my blood pressure, that'll last me for years. <laughs> Not to mention, we have to fucking preserve meat and vegetables with salt. I'm fucking gone. I'm either going to get bitten, I'm going to off myself, or I'm having a stroke within three months. Oh, fuck you. You're going to wander into a, an abandoned Whole Foods. You're going to find a, a source of vegan beans, canned beans, and you're going to live off of that for like five years. I'd be so and, lucky. And that, that's, that brings us to another point. All right. There are two ways to approach an initial outbreak. Uh-huh. All right. You get the news. Hey, yep. there's a zombie apocalypse. Go. What do you <laughs> do? Do you... Do you fortify fortify your location? That would be Rachel Maddow's, like, literal words. Hey, there's a zombie apocalypse. Go. Like, like, do do you stay where you're at, shelter in place, fortify, Uh or do you go out and get everything you need and hope that in the next six hours 
because I'm, uh-huh. I'm assuming that's how long it would take to get everything you need. Mm. Um, six hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't die in that six hours. From, yeah. So from people you doing hear the it? exact same thing you are, or from zombies. Oh, okay. So here's a yeah. That's good. That goes into another question. So uh, preparedness, like uh, uh, just general emergency preparedness, and let's see if we've learned anything from COVID. You get the news. You turn on Rachel Maddow and she says, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, zombies. Hold on. Um, Hold on real quick. I'm going to interject. So Rachel Maddow aside, because I don't think that she's reliable. We can all agree (laughs) whoever whoever the source is, because I know. Anderson Cooper. It's Anderson Cooper. It's probably Cooper. But like during during COVID, a lot of people like, I don't trust that person. I don't trust this person. So let's just say this this person is trustworthy. And when they say a zombie apocalypse is happening. We know for 100% certainty in this scenario, 100% this is happening. Before you go on, I want to establish 100% it's a go. It's a go. It's yeah. a go. Go on. Yes. So, so okay, I'll, 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 I'll adjust this so that Mike uh, uh, agrees with it. Um, um, <laughs> Mitch McConnell comes up and he says, there's no <laughs> reason to believe, <laughs> there's no reason to believe that zombies are happening at all. Boom! There you go. You it was a great impression more, uh, as well. Chin wiggle in there. There's no reason to believe. There's no reason. Okay, we can See, agree on I this. Said, so I Anderson said Rachel Cooper. Maddow. I said Rachel Maddow so that you libtards would like just accept it. But fine, we need to get even no. deeper. Right. Mitch, you weren't masculine enough to be Rachel Maddow. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, I like. I you know what? I like Anderson. I, I like Anderson Cooper as a source. I mean, as 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 like as different as I dis as much as I disagree with Anderson Cooper. If he came up and said something, I'd be like, "Shit." Well, <laughs> okay. Then fuck the news, Mike. You go on Reddit or whatever, and you go on like uh, 4chan, and you find out that the zombie apocalypse is actually legit. Joe Rogan gets on a podcast. He says, "Oh fuck, dude!" Like technically, yeah, and you know, zombies are happening. Perfect. Boom. Ever seen a zombie on DMT? <laughs> um, true introspective look. How prepared do you think you are? Do you have food in your place enough to last more than a month? Um, do you have weaponry ready? Do you have the physical? Whoop! Uh oh! Oh no! Did we lose Mike? God. Yeah, it's the zombie apocalypse. We lost Mike. I'm still recording my audio. I don't give a shit. So am I. Let's just keep talking, bro. Let's just keep talking. You know what? Fuck Mike. We don't need him. We just won't have video for this picture. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Hold on real quick. We can cancel this All out. Right. We're all still recording, right? Yeah, we're yep. we're still recording. Right, cool. So my internet crashed. So I don't know what you guys saw on your side. Um, I just saw uh, Danny's saw pretty disappear. face. All right. The last thing I heard was something about Rachel Maddow. Um, I said, <laughs> or no, you said, said, no, you said something about 4chan that you're going to go on 4 we're going to go on 4chan. Yes. And they're going to say it. I said, I said, Mike, and you would go on Reddit or 4chan and you like in your own way, in your Joe Rogan research decided that, okay, this is legit. The zombies right. are invading. Boom. So how prepared are you guys? And I'll, I'll do myself too. In the place where you live, 
your your abode, your establishment. How much food do you have? How much weaponry do you have? How well can you fortify it? Because, Mike, you said something about uh, defending your place against some zombies. How well? I mean, last I looked, you have a lot of fucking windows. Um, do you have uh, 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 plywood lying around that you might board those up or, uh, you know, so um, I would get go, into it? What do you think? I would go back to what you kind of said about staying quiet. So mm-hmm. I do have a lot of windows in my place, but a lot of those windows face the backyard or places where you can't just easily get access to. So the windows that do Ooh, face yeah, the street, okay. I do have shades for them to where we wouldn't be seen. Um, shades. Now, as far as you had mentioned, like that first six hours, what do you do? I would probably yeah. be at first that guy where I, I tell Erica, I'm like, hey, you stay here. And I would probably tell her to like, stay in the bedroom to where like nobody can see you. Get under the bed and pray. Or not even that. Or in the kitchen, take the shades down and start cooking the meat we have before the power goes out. Ooh, yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. And then I would probably be that guy because if you, you know my spot, there's a target 30 seconds down the road. And there's also kind of that little shopping center nearby. A target, as in the store, a, the department yes. store, a target, not not an easy target. Go and ahead. The, yeah, and there's like that little shopping center right down the street. There's like a Thai restaurant, a teriyaki place, a liquor store, other things. I'd probably like do a drive by and scope it out. And if no one's there, maybe pop in there. If not, I'm going to Target, and I'm grabbing anything I could think of. I'm granted, I'm I'm going to be the only one there. I get it, but. Um, <laughs> But I'd probably run through Target as best I could, grab as much shit as I could, and then just come right back up. Mm, okay, um, yeah. Now, is that going to go as smoothly as I hope? Probably not. So, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get into hypotheticals later. Like, what if Target has nothing that you're looking for? It has no food, no canned food, because that's all cleaned out. No toilet paper. Uh, that's all cleaned out. We've established, COVID pretty much established that, co- that toilet paper is going to be the first thing to go. So stupid, which we'll figure out because, you know, yeah, we talk the big talk of like, yeah, we don't need toilet paper. We could just run our ass under the shower head and uh, figure that out. But what if there's no water? What do we do then? Go to the ocean. <laughs> Find a go creek. to. The- <laughs> I have a pool. <laughs> Mike has a pool, which, you know, after a month or two might not be looking so good. We're not drinking that. it. What I- that's that's to rinse I- my ass. After a week, it's going to be green and full of Mike's shit. It's, Mike's no, I'm not shitting in the pool. I'm wiping my ass with the water. Oh, I know. Yeah. You're going to have diarrhea like two or three times a day, and you're going to wipe your ass in that pool. You're gonna, It's going to be a shitty-ass pool, bro. Hey, better than nothing. It's better. It's true. So, uh, Danny, what, what do you think? How, how like, right now, boom, it happens right now. What time is it there? Nine, 8, a, 8 p.m.? 8 o'clock, yeah. Yeah. You find out at 8 p.m. your time, it, zombies are happening. How prepared do you think you are? What do you need to do? Uh, I need to board up the windows that face the front of my house. Mm. Um, I don't have boards, but there are plenty of just random two-by-fours <laughs> hanging around. <laughs> and the good thing is I live in a gated community, so you know, as long as I don't have to interact with anybody that's in the community, I don't have to worry about anybody coming in either. Yeah, yeah. That's it's gated at the road. Sure, mm-hmm. gated at the road, and there's like no walk up entry. Like you have to have a key to get walk up too. Uh huh. Okay, I could I so could find is, a way in. 
You, you probably, uh, you probably but a, could. But a zombie could <laughs> probably easily find, but a zombie could not. Okay, um, see, in my mind, I'm picturing the first six hours, we're probably not going to see a zombie in the first six hours. We're going to see other psycho people trying to loot and find their way to survive as well, which, granted, is just us. We're going to run into other, you know, us, but whatever. I think it depends on which kind of infection we're talking about. Uh, agree. Um, is it fungal, is it, viral? Well, no, I mean, I mean more so, is it like Walking Dead, slow walking zombies? Is it World War Z, sprinters? Is it Shaun of the Dead zombies or is it Dawn of the Dead 04 zombies? Or is it Last of Us, Cordyceps zombies? I think we could rule out Last of Us because that was just awesome and perfect and we're never going to find a fantasy world that awesome. So Dude, it's, it's not a fantasy. Like, they explained it in the first episode, like, how close we are to it. Okay, well, I was, I was thinking of the video game. I didn't, I didn't watch the show yet, but all right. Oh, I haven't either. Spoilers. Like they, they're doing, so, <laughs> much the, the zombification they're talking about is... Cordyceps. I just said spoilers. <laughs> Cordyceps, you, all right, you knew about the zombie fungus, right? The one that takes yes. over ants? Yes. That's yeah, Cordyceps. that shit's fucking oh. crazy. Yeah. And they say they, it can't exist in the human body because the human body runs too hot. But with global warming, it isn't it isn't outlandish to say that cordyceps would evolve to exist in a hotter climate. See, I would interject here and say, look, we can describe a scenario where the zombie the zombie outbreak would be realistic and what would that look like? Versus, hey, what if Shaun of the Dead happened? What would we do? Which I would say was like the beginning of this conversation is like, hey, if Shaun of the ha- Shaun of the Dead happened, what would we do? Well, because you got to you know. think of the different zombies. So if something like uh, this is something about World War Z we don't have to dive into. Like, but if it's like a viral thing, there's an origin, yeah. and technically you could contain it. Like if something happened, like a lab in Florida, it broke out because Florida, because Florida. That's why I picked it. Like even if it. If they move, they like would. World... They would not. They would not have money for a lab. Okay, come on. Fair. Florida, the petri dish of America. Where, wherever it is, even with World War Z fast zombies, the military could isolate that within like six hours, depending on how they're spreading, depending on the city. They could isolate the city. But if it's something like Shaun of the Dead, The Walking Dead, where it's like more spiritually based, where they're they're undead. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. That where it's all it's it's simultaneously worldwide different issue okay so would where would 28 days later fall under that would that be more world war z well, or that was viral right that? that was a virus that's yeah. viral yeah, yeah that's world war z mm-hmm. okay because that like of all the movies 28 days later seemed the most realistic to me like that could happen but, and, what, and in that case they did isolate 20... it on england in england so that that is yeah, realistic. right 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 isolated yeah it didn't spread until the sequel because it was in a tiny ass little island, but if that shit happened in America, that shit would fly, fly to North, Central, South America, and maybe somewhere else. But that's a lot more ground to cover than just England. Well, let's let's say hypothetically, uh, we're going off a little bit off topic. Let's say twenty eight days later that that one, and it, it th- that virus yeah. originated in L A. Right. Okay. Think yeah. about so these things are on foot, even within twenty eight days or whatever. That it, so you're talking about L.A., probably the I.E., might go down to Orange County, maybe Santa Barbara, 
maybe up to Santa Clarita, but there is enough space around it at some point to where these things are not going to run that far on foot. I don't know. I mean, you take you take the 15 South, you get down to uh, you know, you get down to Corona, you get down to Rialto. Well, Rialto's more eastbound, but like it could make its way all the way down to San Diego my pretty point, effortlessly. But my point though is that those things you get bitten by it, whatever, you churn in like 30 seconds and then you're on foot. So eventually yeah. you look up to the north, there's the Mojave Desert. You, even if you're going up the the coast, there is yeah. miles and miles of nothing. And then maybe they maybe they get to San Diego on foot, but there's enough of nothing around that area eventually that you can contain it because they're on foot. You're not Shit, driving you're right. with that. That's another thing. You're assuming that these things would would travel. The only the only response to stimuli they have is food, which would be so, yeah other targets within so would, their locale. They, would, they so. would eat everything in their immediate vicinity, and yeah. then potentially go dormant. And that's what I mean about the L.A. example is that there's enough space eventually around L.A. Yeah. that they're not going to just start running towards nothing. Yeah, they're not, they're not yeah. going to run miles to get food. Yes, gonna, that's my point. Yeah. To... From, from Santa Clarita to San Jose, it's a bit of a stretch. It's, yeah, so it's... If, they, if they start in Santa Clarita and everyone's alerted to it, that dies in Santa Clarita. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's I mean, true. Okay, well, I mean, shit, that's that's true. And if the the military or you know are are that responsive that they can cut it off, because yeah, what like what are they going to run east to Vegas or fucking to Lake Tahoe? Well, that's, I mean, that's not, the thing. They're Tahoe, not uh, going Flagstaff to run or... without. They're not going to run without stimuli, like that, right? That yeah. Is, so they like because every memory that they had is gone. They don't know people exist. Outside yeah. of there, what they can see, hear, and smell. I mean, okay, but I mean that's true. So it, it'd be rare to picture the zombie apocalypse unless it's that you know the Romero scenario in that if you die, you come back as an undead. Oh no, yeah, if it's um, undead, it's worldwide. Like you're fine. Yeah, it's worldwide. But if it's 28 days later, or World War Z, or whatever, how could it spread worldwide? Especially with a turn. Like if you if you're infected and turn that quickly, how could that happen? Yeah, well, that's why I do think I'd agree with you, Mitch. That Dawn of the Dead um, is kind of scary because they, I believe, are undead and they sprint. Yes. So yeah. that's like fucking. That's that's, that's worst case scenario. Yeah. 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 And Dawn of the Dead took place in Wisconsin. I forget the name of the town exactly but that was like the thing is that happened in you know midwest middle america wisconsin so it could go in all directions and you know until it hits like kansas where it's just all corn for acres and acres and corn that's a fucking corn yeah so yeah dawn of the dead was good man how do we get started on this The, the plausibility of an outbreak this is the way every, every zombie debate I've ever gotten into has always resorted to this is the plausibility of outbreak and well, what this scenario. I, I, I think it's kind of interesting because even World War Z, Mitch, we and you talked about, it, we didn't get into actually like the pragmatic way of that because it's supposed to be a viral disease in World War Z, but it kind of just happens right. instantaneously around the globe. Yeah. Yeah. So they, kind of, they kind of skip over that. But I, I would say the scariest zombie, in my opinion, is the Dawn of the Dead zombie because it's undead. So that's immediately worldwide. Because it's yeah. just undead. And they, they are very fast. And I don't know about you two. I note I do know about you two. I don't think any of us are ready to run that long. 
Nope. <laughs> I am not ready. Nope. 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 I would be fucked. I would be right, fucked. D- rule number two is cardio. Yeah. The, rule number the- one was. Wait. Rule number one was cardio. Rule number one's cardio. Okay. Yeah. It's an okay. important rule. I think. Rule number one, cardio. I think I'm gonna go back and rewatch it because I'm, I'm pretty the, sure it's cardio. The ideal zombie <laughs> is a viral zombie that walks. Yes. <laughs> if I had to make a request, uh, that's yeah. the ideal zombie. Spread yeah. slow so, and it walks. So Dawn of the Dead, the remake, Dawn of the Dead, 2004. It it was undead if they were bitten, so it's viral as well. Yeah, I mean, I think the undead ones. It, it automatic like the the bite is universal no matter what. I well, think right. I say yeah. the bite is like what kills them and then they come back as a zombie. Like it's that sure. was a that was or something. Right, that was Rom- well, yeah, that was the Dawn Dead remake. Romero's philosophy was philosophy. Oh my god, his rules for his universe was if you die, you come back as a zombie, and if one bites you, it will make you die, and then you'll come back as a zombie. Sure. Yes. Um. So, sorry, the cats are knocking at my door. Anyway. Still, Dawn um, of the Dead, the, those ones, yeah, that's fucking, those are the worst. Yeah, the the 04, that like, oh man, two, that, Dawn of the Dead 2004, the, the first zombie you see is the fact that this is like this 10-year-old girl that like shows up at the door of your bedroom and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's so good. It's so good. Like, cause what would you shoot that little girl? Probably not. And you'd get bit and you'd turn into a zombie and that's the end of your story, but whatever. Well, I mean, you know, I go day to day without getting bit. So I'm pretty confident <laughs> in my ability to not get bit. <laughs> so Mitch and I touched on this when we talked about world war Z though, you got to think it, when we watch those movies, that first zombie, we're like, of course it's a zombie. Don't, don't fucking fuck with it. But if you're in that situation and you know that person, you're not going to immediately yeah. go like stab it in the head. You're going to be like, "Are you okay? Like, what's going?" <laughs> like, yeah. it really is like the likelihood of you getting bitten in the first twelve hours is very, like, very likely. Very likely. especially because okay, we've all been in the L.A. area. We've seen homeless people that are acting crazy, crazier than we've seen in any zombie movie. Yeah. And I will, homeless people, I will, will bet on that just because they, they don't even just have to because. Be a I've literally seen homeless people in LA acting crazier than any zombie I've seen in any zombie movie. So I have failed the test. Okay. I have personally failed the test of seeing people acting zombie-ish and being like, huh, shit, I'm going to walk away from this. That's why when it, when it's announced that it's happening, I just hope I'm at home. Yeah. 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 100%. So. Yeah, personally, I have about maybe a week's worth of food, I think, of just like canned goods, you know, that I could, I think I could survive about a week of food and then I'll be like, all right, I need to, I need to go scavenge, go look for some stuff. Canned goods because, and ramen? Yeah, I mean, I have plenty of ramen, but yeah, I mean, what water am I going to boil, man? I don't have water. I need to go find, well, there is a, like, there is a, like a river within walking distance of where I live. So I could probably find some water, but I need to boil it. I need to build a fire, which makes yep, smoke, which draws attention. And then even, I even thought what Danny said earlier, cause I gave Danny a case of MREs and I still have a case of MREs in my garage. And from what I've talked to about the guy who, who gave me those MREs and even other people in the military is that they'll let you survive, but it also gives you fucking hardcore diarrhea. <laughs> Shit. 
So again, yeah. you have food, but but you're going to need water. So here's another question and here's the thing too. You guys have no electricity. You guys have no gas. You have no like water running water, but you have standing water. Let's say you find a source of standing water and you need to boil it. What do you do? You build a fire to boil the water, right? Do you guys know how long you have to boil water before you can drink it? You boil it until it reaches 100 degrees Celsius. Mike, do you know how long you need to boil water? I forgot. It's in, isn't it a few minutes or something? I Pretty much. You get it to a roiling boil for more than a minute. My rule of thumb is five minutes. You get it boiling for five minutes, then you're good. But... You've built a fire that's producing smoke, and everyone sees the smoke from everywhere around. You know, so what? Are you going to build a fire in your backyard? Ever let everyone know that you got good water for you, or what? In this in this scenario, Mitch, are you assuming that there aren't any fires burning anywhere else? I'm. Uh, I guess in this scenario, I'm trying to be as invisible as possible. So in a week from now, when I need shit, um, how do I get my provisions without being seen? I actually don't believe, Danny, that I know in the, the typical zombie movie, there's buildings on fire everywhere. I don't think that's actually a realistic thing. Okay. There might be like might be one right. fire and like, you know, a, a, a house catches on fire and there's no fire department to put it out. So that shit's going to spread. Well, yeah. But. But, you know, I mean, survivalists always talk about how you keep your foot away away from where you sleep, you know, so you know, or your your cooking fire is away from where you sleep so that animals don't come to where you're sleeping. That might be the way like, you know, you come down and away from where you, you're living like a good quarter mile or so boil water and then carry that shit back to where your house is. <laughs> Just have some bottles ready. Transport that. Crazy. I'm going to ask you guys a question. And one on this. We're going a little long. You know yeah. what? Good. Because I've got a question for you. Go ahead. <laughs> one on both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys... So, assuming I survive and you survive. Mm. Uh, and this is more This is more question for Mike because you're just too far away, Mitch. Sorry. If I made my way to you, Mike... Would you help me? Um, I would lock the door. No. Um, <laughs> honestly, I I think just knowing myself, uh, yes, I would. Okay. Now, if, if like, we talk yeah, about... I was, I was clean. I wasn't... No bites, no, yeah, no, no nothing. I wasn't a zombie. Definitely now, wasn't a zombie. Now, I'll be honest. If like a stranger came to my door... um. I don't want to be that person. Oh, I'm an empath. But like, I do feel for other people. It would be very hard for me, but I would probably ignore the door. If someone was knocking on the door and they didn't see us, I'd probably ignore it. But if people I know showed up, yeah, I would probably let them in. Uh, granted, as you said, I know you have skills in the wilderness that I don't. And I probably have skills that would be useful that you don't. So to me, this is a winning combination. Um, and then not, and then we could probably just leave our women outside, and then we and you will survive. Um, <laughs> no, we're gonna talking, need somebody to cook, dude. Talking cook. about butt sex. Um, but no, I, I I do think, and because, and this is something like that they kind of touch on. If if I'm trying to survive, if we don't take the suicide route, if I'm trying to survive, <laughs> um, 
That's I, legitimate. That's legitimate. No, that that's that's a route you can take. If I'm trying to survive, though, I I we're not. It's me and my lady are not going to like, you know, make this the species survive by ourselves. We need more people. So yeah, if Danny and his lady showed up to my door, it's like yeah, get the fuck in here. What do you have? Let's let's pool resources. Let's do this thing. If more people that I knew and trusted showed up, it's like yeah, um, let's 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 do this and and, and figure it out. Just because if we're trying to survive, you might as well try to make the species survive. So, okay. that's my yeah. Thing. I would be I would be the same if if hypothetically I was still in California and I was in my apartment in Rancho and Danny knocked at my front gate, which is like a drawbridge at this point because I've fortified it so well. And I'd be like, "Holy shit, Danny! Yes, get your ass in here." It was like one, I know him. Two, I know he has skills, and yeah, it's like, yeah, if I saw you, I'd be like, oh my god, yes, finally, like-minded individual, um, our priorities will probably be pretty lined up, let's, uh, you know, get in here, oh, you brought Frankie, cool, okay, yeah, come on in, I guess, you know, we need me, yeah, we take, we'd, we'd take it from there, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, but if this, this dude across the street from me showed up to my house, I'm ignoring his ass, yeah, I would, so that's, I would, that's, yeah. that's my follow-up, where do you draw the line? It would, it would of people, one of people, you know, where do you draw the mm. line? I, so I, there are people I know, uh, how do you say it? I would have to, in the back of my head, at least cause there's no metric, but I'd have to at least feel very confident that you're not going to churn on me. Well, I mean, you know, people, right? So if you like, it's that one guy I know from the bar. Oh no, no, thank you. Versus, no. oh, that one guy, oh, from that one guy from the bar. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay, cool, come on in. Like, you, you just use your instant judgment kind it's of thing. Gut. So I don't yeah, know if it's they're... Gut. It's like, because there's some people I know very well from theater, from school, from work, or whatever, that I would be like, fuck no. I know them very well, and I do not want them in my group. You know, versus those people that I know kind of well that are like, oh, my God, yes. Like, get in here. We need your skills. You need We need your whatever. Yeah, I think it'd be a mix because if it's if it's someone who doesn't have a lot of skills, but I I love them and trust them, I would still let them in, hoping they could learn, because I trust yeah. them. But if it's like a, a dog shit human being who knows how to survive in the wild, I'm like no, because you're gonna <laughs> fucking kill me and eat my body. Yep, 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 yep. So, yeah, no, that's a good question though. Mm -hmm. Like, what happens when you see people you know? Mm -hmm. No, I think for generally speaking, I would let I would let people in. Um, if I knew them, if it was like I said, some stranger on the block, I'm like, sorry, bro. We don't know. Do you that. think, uh, do you think that we've, because we've gotten older and we've become more selective in the people we waste our time with that the more people we know now are more likely to get into that group versus who we were 10 years ago. <laughs> Maybe it would probably be less as we really let. Okay. Yeah, as we get older, we tend to, you know, kind of stick to our core, like our core yeah. group of friends, um, and then everybody else can, you know, you know. Suck oh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess that's that's kind of what I'm saying too. Is that you know the people we do know and the people we do spend our time with is more likely to get into the house, so to speak. Um, and we've kind of let everyone else that we kind of know just go by the wayside because maybe we have this animal instinct instinct to be like um 
this friend is not going to help me in a survivalist men, you know, scenario. So I'm just going to let them go. <laughs> like, what if it's what if it's like your most recent ex? Uh, shit. Depends on maybe. the breakup. Yeah. Maybe, like for Depends mine, maybe. Eh, probably not, but eh, you know what? Maybe you know what? Maybe, maybe. Mine? I'm gonna, uh, Definitely not. Well, not yours. <laughs> Shit. My, well, my most recent ex was like fucking 15, 16 years ago, so that doesn't even count. All but right, if it was take like. Take it easy, humble brag. Uh, no, brother. that's that's I, not I'm actually humble brag. I haven't dated a lot. No, my. No, but I was going to say. My, my most recent ex, I would absolutely let my mom in for sure. <laughs> I would also let your mom in. <laughs> no but like 15 16 years ago i don't give a shit but hypothetically if i like had dated a chick x amount of years ago and like we had a good breakup and we're still friends and we still like trust each other and then she came knocking at the door i'd probably be like yeah come on in yeah. now if it's some chick yeah. who like is useless and spoiled and i'm not gonna say any names danny but we discussed her this last weekend um <laughs> if she's useless and toxic uh, it's it's no one I officially dated, Danny, but we had discussed someone this past weekend. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it was just an example of a toxic individual. Don't give me that fucking confused look. You know who I'm talking about. Was that, was, was that individual in the same vicinity as us? No. Okay. Then I'm confused. Oh, my well, God. You guys need to... You guys need to stop drunk texting because... Jesus Christ. No, we were in person talking about... Anyway... It would okay. depend on the girl and if they're useful or not. And how oh, our... It's the, it's the ex I'm thinking of, right? Not an, She's not an official ex, but it was someone I have was somewhat intimate with, yes. Okay. I am... I am fully erect. <laughs> Me too. Like, and I think that's, just... a good, that's a good place to, to, to call it, right there. No, I would say confidently my most recent ex. Yeah, if she, if if she came knock up, I'd be like, yeah, fucking cool. All right, come on in. <laughs> you, you really? Mine? Yeah, I I think it'd be like yeah, like she'd be she'd be useful enough, and we'd have like the same goals in mind, and be like, I don't think we'd want to kill each other. I don't think. I don't think you'd want to kill each other. I just don't know if you would actually find her useful. As I, f- I feel like we <laughs> I feel like we'd like contribute the same like you know goal is to survive I feel like if that be the main goal we're, we'd be good other exes of mine absolutely not but you know by most recent for sure and you know I would just have that talk with my wife like look I mean I know you know you're fine but it's whatever yeah I think my actual most recent ex like I said was years ago I don't think this she took would a turn. This took I, a I turn. don't. I don't think anyway. she would. I don't think she would seek me out mainly because I think her her now husband doesn't like me either. Anyway, so it's not something mm. I have to worry about. I think. Well, we're not talking about seeking out. We're talking about the random knock on the door. Holy shit! Let me in. Oh my god! It's you. Kind of scenario. So that kind of scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh, I'd probably still lock the door. <laughs> Being in North Carolina, I'm not worried about it. She'd have to travel but- a long way. It'd have to be a, it'd have to be a trek. So that'd be, I think I guess I'd contribute to it. Be like, holy shit. Really? You made it. 
All right. In, th- in that on case, in. you're I mean, like, yeah. wow, you really, you really put in the effort. So come all right. on in. Yeah. You know what? Hey, respect, respect. Two thousand, three thousand miles, however long it was on foot, rock and roll. Come on in. But yeah, in two weeks, Jesus, Jesus Christ, man. I was running. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we've covered a lot of bases, and we've got a yes. good start, and we'll continue this conversation because I feel like this is one of many surviving the zombie apocalypse with uh with with Danny what would it be like to survive with Danny what would it be like to survive with Mike and uh if you're with me you're probably gonna die and I'm gonna eat you it's just what's gonna happen so yeah I want all listeners to uh to think about what which of us three would you like to to survive with or Eddie quite frankly would you like to survive with Eddie because Eddie would fucking outlive Eddie would outlive all three of us I feel like 100 Eddie Eddie would Eddie would be the one who would survive and you, he would make sure that you survive too, but what you have yeah. to put up with. Do you remember that scene in in This Is the End where um, where Danny McBride is fucking Channing Tatum? Mm-hmm. Just, just, just that's that's Eddie. <laughs> I was gonna say Eddie. Eddie would be the kind of zombie that rips the skin off his his prey, eats <laughs> the brain, and then eats the skin afterward. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, but in all seriousness, Eddie would outlive Eddie would outlive all three of us. He would become a warlord, 100, yeah. He 100% would out, out survive us. So, I can't talk shit. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? I I'd, I'd say that's a good stopping point there. Um, anything a last minute zombie survival tips anyone want to leave? Um, no. I'll just say congratulations yep. to the Chiefs or congratulations to the Eagles. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Nice. Yeah. You really earned it today. Yep. Uh, Danny, any any last minute advice for surviving the zombie apocalypse? Don't get bit. That's nice. Yeah, I would just say everyone watch alone or watch any like survivalist surviving like camping shit. Learn as much as you can about surviving. Just get away from people. That's been my philosophy since high school. Just get away from people and you'll do a lot better. Just live out in the woods and you'll be fine. So anyway, but hey. Thanks for listening, and uh, join us next time when we talk more uh, just horse shittery, I guess. And and one of these days, hopefully, we'll have an episode two of Surviving the Zombie Apocalypse. But anyway, thanks, guys. <laughs>